Hello all, welcome to the Go Blue cast from the Office of Trio Programs at U of M Dearborn. My name is Rowan. You'll hear me on here from time to time. This podcast is going to cover a wide range of topics, so please send in your suggestions to umdtrio at gmail.com. Now here's the episode. Thank you for listening. and gear up students. This is Kayla. I'm an SSS student, a senior studying biochemistry at UM Dearborn, and we are back for another podcast, Dear High School Students. All right, so I'm Rachel. I'm the SSS program advisor um, and soon-to-be forest program manager. Super excited. We have another grant in our office. Um, We're with the Office of TRIO Programs, and today, um, as Kayla mentioned, we're going to be talking a little bit about what we feel y'all need to know as, um, you know, high school, juniors, seniors, whoever you are, wherever you're at right now, just kind of getting prepared for college or whatever is next. So we have a bunch of people at our table, so we'll go around again. Um, We just recorded another podcast, but we're going to do it again. We're going to just introduce ourselves real quick. So um, whoever wants to go first, we'll just go around the table. All right. Um, Oh. (laughs) So, I'm Ana Maria, I go by Ana, I am a transfer student, um, and I study biology and microbiology, and yeah, part of both programs. I'm Anna Tay, and I'm doing mechanical engineering. I'm Zion Porter, I'm a freshman, double majoring in psychology and integrative studies. My name's Alpha, some of you guys know me as Mr. Nasser, I'm a Senior biology, biological science major. I'm also pre-med. Where'd y'all go to high school at? I can take this one first. So I rep the Eagles. Um, love me some Romulus High School. Ayo, same. Don't say Eagles. That's yes. We the Eagles. No, fly we high. were the Eagles first. We fly high. RCS in this. Can't <laughs> hey. say that. Can't say that. Where'd y'all go to high school? I went to Dearborn High. I'm an international student, so I went to Singapore Sports School. I went to Thurston High School. We were also the Eagles, but Ayo. THS. Nice. So, yeah. I went to school in Kuwait. Where'd you go, though? Uh, I'm not going to say that. What? what? Alpha. Why not? Uh, I, I went to the British School of Kuwait. We love it. Okay, yeah. cool. He didn't want to say that because it's a private school. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> we really didn't have a choice between private or public. public school. I couldn't go to public. Anyway, (laughs) Um, okay, so today's podcast, we really just want to kind of like dive deep and just kind of let you guys know what we, I guess what we wish we would have known and give some just quick advice to students who are considering either like the trades or like college or whatever it might be after high school. So if you guys had to give like one piece of advice for students who may be like applying for college right now, what would you tell them and like why? So mine isn't necessarily for college, but within working with high school students right now i've come to realize that not a lot of people know that you can get paid to go to trade school so it's kind of like a scholarship but it's called an apprenticeship and you will get paid to take classes and also work at the same time so that's a pretty cool little tidbit nice 
I would say if you really don't know what you want to do, you still have that, I want to say, like first year, first three semesters to figure it out before like it starts affecting when you're going to graduate. So don't be too stressed once you come in. And I yeah. think Rachel can speak more on that. Yeah, I was going to say, honestly, like I didn't even choose my major until I was a junior in college. Like I was, yeah, it took me a long time. <laughs> I was honestly back and forth. I think I changed my major like three times. So I was like pre-med at first and then I decided that like that wasn't really for me and then I ended up um, going to psychology, deciding that um, I did a minor in psychology so I kind of figured out that like that's not might, might not be what I want to do like quote long term but it still interested me and I thought it would, would go really well with what I did want to do. But then I ended up in communications, and again, that took me to like my junior year. And I was on a scholarship that only was like applicable for like eight consecutive terms. So that meant I only had it for like the four years that I was here. So I had to decide quick and get that like out of the way. Can you explain or elaborate a little bit on what that scholarship was? Um, yeah, so my scholarship is was the equivalent of like the Go Blue Guarantee. Um, it wasn't called the Go Blue Guarantee at the time, and that scholarship technically doesn't exist anymore. But um, essentially, I had it was called the Opportunity Scholars um, Scholarship, and it was based on my grades and my community service. So when you guys are considering like things that you're involved in or things that you're doing in inside school or outside of school, you want to make sure that you are. Taking the time to get involved because colleges do really look at that when you're going through the application process. No more is it just based on your test scores. Like they want to see that you're a well-rounded student. So if you're looking to get money, make sure you're doing some extra stuff because they definitely look at that and they want to invest in students that are going to make their community better. And by extra stuff you mean doing things like volunteering, community service, extracurriculars, stuff like that? Yeah. What did you guys do? Like, did you guys do, like, I know I was in sports. I was in, like, soccer, band, yeah. um, track and field, doing stuff like that. But then I was also volunteering. Did you guys do anything extra? I yes. did band, swim, um, volunteer work on campus throughout, like, the Dearborn communities. Yeah. Um, and then we veered out to, like, other places, too. I'm curious to hear from you. Did you? For me? Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, because I was from sports school, so a lot of my time was just training. Like, okay, so I did fencing, and I was, like, in the national team. So I spent, like, every single day. Yeah, I trained for seven days a week. Yeah, just training. But other than that, I also did, like, volunteer stuff. And I also did, because I'm in engineering, I also, went, like, participated in, like, hackathons and stuff like that but honestly it would just be like to follow your interests and do what you like not for the sake of the application yeah that's, that's really important as yeah. well yeah Zion I'm pulling it up <laughs> oh, okay I can um, go in the meantime if you need more okay so I did a lot in high school um, I was involved in concert symphony and marching band I played two sports, um, one of which I continued playing in college. Um, I did a lot of volunteer work. I would volunteer for like choir concerts, and I think we did a lot with gleaners. Um, I w once worked with Kids Against Hunger, something like that. Something like that, where we packaged like meals, and um, it was really nice. So if you can find just stuff to do around the community it really helps a lot and to be f completely honest it did round me out and helped me a lot with like my applications and all that good stuff and even if you don't like if you don't have transportation or if you can't like 
you know, get out in the community. You can even talk with like your like your teachers or your admin at the school to see like if there's any volunteer projects you could do at school, like while you're there. So that way, like you can make sure that you're getting those hours and getting that experience. Yes. So. All right, Zion, are you, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> I did a lot in school, um, outside of school and in school. So like some school, like in school activities, I was a co-president of Saga, which was sexuality and gender acceptance. I was co-president. Um, and I was part of Link Crew, which where we would help freshmen get acclimated to like high school and everything, help them. Um, PAC, where I would assist special needs kids in class. Um, NHS, National Honor Society, we would also do a lot of community service and everything. Yeah. Science Olympiad was, a STEM like club. I did soccer, um, Eagle Scholars program, which was this honors program. I got into um, virtual school, mm -hmm. um, and it helped me a lot with my college applications. And it was just a really nice program to be in. Um, and I tutored um, at the elementary school. Um, I was in the smartest program over the summer, Michigan Institute for Data Science, and I was also. Well, still am a Love Michael virtual autism advocate, um, and I gained, uh huh, I gained forty community service hours, so that helped me junior year, um, and I just continued throughout the year. And then I was in the Troy Economics Club Career Readiness Academy junior year. Um, that was what I think a month or two, and it helped me with like professional development, etiquette, economic type stuff. Do you guys feel like networking hard resumes. to like? articulate or to like explain your your like experiences on your college applications yes mm -hmm. uh i did a little bit but i used the common app and this is legit the document i oh, pulled no it from so i mean i gave a little description and it, it was in my essay um so yes and no can you tell us what common app is <laughs> Common App is an app you can apply to colleges um, on, and I it opened October for it's it should be open now, and you can apply to colleges. And once you apply, like have your personal statement there, it is it's still there. Like I logged in, my everything that I used last year is still there. Um, and yeah. So basically, what you're saying is the Common Application is one spot where you can apply to several colleges yes with the same information yes and you can like apply to colleges on their like website but you can also use common app nice okay did you do any early action applications yes i did what schools were those for i did it for u of m actually okay so i know i think, I think kalamazoo u of m ann arbor and msu are both early action they are i know they are i think the deadline for it is next week, I believe the 25th, is the early action deadline for U of M and uh, MSU. So if you're hearing this before then and you want to apply early action, do it now. Yeah, and so was so was um, Kalamazoo, and I, I think I applied early action too. The deadline is November 1st. Yes. Well, yeah. it, it may have been last year. November 1st. It's changed. Really? Yeah. Let's pull it up. Yeah, for MSU and Ann Arbor? Ann Arbor is that's interesting. I think I did early action. Anyway, so um, early action, I'm not sure if people know. Does anybody want to explain early action? If you know what it is? It's okay, I can take it. So early action is basically a way for you to quote unquote 
kind of guarantee a spot at the school you want to go to. Ann Arbor and MSU are both extremely competitive schools and it can be difficult sometimes to get in um, just because you may have like everything under the sun and you could have volunteered like so much and had perfect grades and there's still going to be somebody who like out competes you. <laughs> so doing early action, what? I was going to elaborate. Okay. Okay. Um, can I? Okay. Anyways, so early action is basically just a chance for you to get waitlisted. So if you don't get in the first time on early action, they will either waitlist you or deny you. And if you get waitlisted, you get put back into the selection process and they review your application again with an additional essay for the general like application process. So you want to yeah. elaborate? In addition to the um, early action with U of M and everything, yes, it is like really hard to get into. Um, U of M Dearborn, um, I applied to U of M and I didn't get in, but I got a letter saying like, oh, if you apply within 60 credits, which was technically your, um, your junior year, that I have a guaranteed like acceptance. Um, but I just ended up coming to Dearborn because I honestly felt like it was better. Anyways, because I had like, I'm gonna I, build off that. At the honors program, there was the union, which is better housing, um, the SSS program, it's just like a lot. It was better for me anyways. Um, but honestly, if you do not get into a um, highly, school. yeah, like, or like a highly um, acceptance rate, it is okay. You can always transfer, transfer, or you don't have to, you can stay at the school you're at. It, just don't get discouraged. Yes, I perfectly agree, and I think Anna and I can both attest to this, but if you don't feel like you want to go to a university straight out of high school, community college is nothing to be scared of or ashamed of. It's way cheaper than starting at a university, and with the Michigan Transfer Agreement, you can get all of your gen general education requirements out of the way for so much cheaper than at a university. And then you'll transfer in somewhere like U of M Dearborn, U of M, MSU, whatever university you want to go to. Bam, you already have those two years out of the way. Go ahead, Alpha. Yeah, so what, what I want to talk about is I know that Henry Ford Dearborn, that's a really big thing that we just worked, uh, the chancellor's been working on. So that's, um, they have a direct pipeline thing kind of going on. What is Henry Ford, Alpha? Henry Ford is the community college here in the Dearborn, Dearborn Heights area. Um, I know that there's also direct pipelines between Dearborn and Ann Arbor. The thing with transferring is you can only transfer up to 60 credits, which is half of your degree. Also, a full associate's at the same time. An associate degree is a two-year degree that you get from a community college. Yeah. I would also say like dual enrollment is a really big thing that a lot of students choose to do because you get to take like college classes while you're still in high school at the expense of your high school, so you don't have to pay a dime. And um, a lot of students, you know, choose to do that just to get a feel for like how the college environment is. You can do it at, um, well, I guess it depends on your high school, but you can do it at different colleges. So some people choose to do it through Henry Ford. 
um, college or through U of M Dearborn or through Wayne County Community College. It just depends on like where you're at and what your high school agrees to. But if you're interested, I would say talk to your school counselors because they can you know give you that information. As I believe Alpha and Kayla were mentioning, there's also like the articulation agreements so that way if you do go to a community college to start out, you can work with the college to make sure that all of your credits are going to transfer um, above the 60 credits because they have that agreement between the two colleges. So if you're interested in starting a community college and then going to a four-year college or institution, the articulation agreements are really important. I know uh, Washtenaw Community College and Eastern have one. Um, a lot of them do like four plus one programs, so that way you do like four four years at one college and then one year at another, and then you get the degree from the college that you only did one year at. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, they, we also have four plus one programs too. They're a little no. different. They're like for bachelor's and then master's degrees, but there are versions for like community colleges and um, for your institutions as well. And then I will say it's it's a lot easier to get financial aid than those scholarships while you're transferring. I have a friend who transferred from Dearborn to Ann Arbor during their at the end of their freshman year, and at Dearborn they didn't really get that much. I'm not exactly sure why they didn't get that much, but when they transferred to Ann Arbor, they were able to get um, a full ride and then a grant that covers housing and uh, food. Definitely do your research about like funding. If you don't know who to ask, like go to your counselors. If you're in uh, Upward Bound or if you're in Gear Up, talk to us, like your staff members that help you out. They will be like more than happy to help. But, um, yeah. I just wanted to add that, like, because I know college applications are, like, super overwhelming, and there's so much, like, anxiety and stress over, like, decisions and everything. Like, honestly, the college that you go to doesn't define you, and, like, whatever decisions any colleges make, it isn't a reflection of the person that you are. So, like, I didn't get to the go to the college that I really wanted to go to, but I still end up here. And I met so many people that I wouldn't have met if I went to the college that I wanted to. So I really don't regret the decision that was kind of made for me. Where yeah, I just want wanted to go. To put that. I'm curious. <sighs> I applied to like top schools, yeah. like MIT, Stanford. And with my grades, I probably could have gone there, but it's just that international students are really competitive so it's just about timing and it really isn't like the end of the road if you don't get to where you want to be yeah I would even like echo that for like your first or second semester too I know a lot of people come in and they have a really tough time with like adjusting to college a lot of times those AP classes and those dual enrollment classes that you can do they really do they do prepare you for what college will be like um, if you guys have AP classes in your high schools, definitely take them. I think Zion wants to go into a little bit more detail with that. Um, but I definitely agree with you. Like, don't let that define you. Don't let that, you know, define your worth. And make sure that if you do feel like you're in like a spot where you're not doing as great as you could be, don't wait to contact like help. We are here for you in like Trio through Gear Up, through Upper Bound Math and Science, through the SSS program. Like we are here to actually help. Say like um, to kind of build on Anna's point. We were just talking about how you should go to a college that not only reflects what you want to do, but also fits you the best. So there's a couple yeah. of different kinds. 
there's commuter campuses, there's campuses you can stay on, there's like urban campuses, there's rural. So if you've ever heard of Wayne State, that's more of an urban campus. It's like built into a city. That's also how Ann Arbor is. And then you have places like um, Central Michigan and okay. Grand Valley where it's in the yeah. middle of like no. nowhere. <laughs> and I'd also say this, also look at the um, population that is at the school. Oh, I know yeah. a big thing is, I know many people who went to HBCUs and say that if it wasn't for the population around them, they would have not done as well in college as they would have. Yeah. Zion, what were you going to say? Um, so about AP classes, I didn't start taking AP, I took honors classes, but then I transferred into AP classes my junior year um, and senior year, took four. Um, I do recommend if your school has AP classes, you should take them and do your best, but try to get a three or higher in credit because that will transfer over into college as college credit. Um, but I feel like AP classes do help you with the intro classes in college and they might help you not have to take them when you are in college. They are helpful. Um, like right now, I'm taking intro to psych. I took AP psych um, my senior year. I got a two, so I didn't get enough credit. But I do everything we're learning now is the exact same thing. So it did made it a, it made it a lot easier for me in the class, and it's just review for me. So I do I recommend like, it. I feel like with AP classes though, like they're great. Like I think anybody who has the opportunity should take them. But the way that they set up AP classes are very different from how like actual college courses are. Yeah, because it sets you up for the test and not necessarily for kind of the content yeah, issue, I guess. Or like so, how yeah. it's structured in college. Like for AP classes, you, they go the entire span of the school year, but like for a college class, it's only 15 weeks. That's yeah. only from like September to December. So you don't have as much time to like understand the material as you do for an AP class, but like the, so the load is like heavier. Yeah. But the content is the same. So yeah. you're like learning the same amount of content that you did in that whole span of the school year in like only 15 weeks. And the, and the funny thing is, like, kind of um, in my intro to psych, we're kind of gonna, we're kind of going more in depth a little bit than my AP yeah. class. Yeah. But then in my AP class, we're doing like kind of small activities to help us understand. So it kind of balances out. I will say this: the difference between like high school AP and those type of courses, and then college courses, is it's a lot more rigorous. I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but it's a lot more rigorous and. There's not someone to really hold your hand like they would in uh, high school. You need to find that person, so you need to go to your professor and talk to your professor. Wait, They're not going to call you out most of the time. Wait, that's... did you guys did you guys ever get told in high school that like college professors like literally would not care about you? Yeah. And, like they don't like, they don't care about like your excuses. They don't yeah. they don't or take that like excuses and everything. Mm -hmm. I was so scared. <laughs> I was so scared. Like that is, I don't want to say that's like far from the truth, but your professors actually do care about you. They're like, so accommodating. They, Most of them are really, really nice. Yeah. yeah. And I will say this, which is very funny. I feel like the further you go through college, the less that your your professor cares about stuff. Like the well, higher credit courses, they're no. like, okay, it's fine. Not Compared necessarily. Like, no, they're just more understanding. Yes. It because you're an adult at this point in your life, and they know you're an adult. They're an adult. It's not like they're going to babysit you all the way through the class, make sure that you come to class, make sure that you turn your stuff in. It's more along the lines of, hey, I get you're an adult, you've been in college for three years now, and I think it's about time that you know that you should have a schedule and know when to turn your assignments in and not have to have me remind you. And 
it's just a lot different from high school when you walk into a classroom and your teacher goes, hey, did you do the homework last night? Turn it in. They're not gonna ask you that. Um, it's just gonna be, if you, don't, if you don't turn it in, it's a zero. And that's kind of what teachers mean by like, you're not gonna get your hand held in college. It's really up to you. And kind of segueing into that, that was a really great segue point, but high school and college are two completely separate entities in the way that in college, you are in charge of pretty much everything. Your schedule, whether or not you go to class, all of that stuff like falls directly on your shoulders. So you get to choose whether or not you have morning classes, night classes. Um, I know some yeah. people schedule their uh, college courses way differently than they did yeah. in high school. Or you don't really schedule yours in high school, but. Are y'all morning people? No. Yes. 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 I don't believe in that. I don't think anyone is a morning person when it comes to taking organic chemistry oh, okay. at 8 a.m. Okay. in the morning. Well, I don't think a single true. person is a morning because person when it comes to that. If you are not a morning person, do not schedule an 8 a.m. class. Mm -hmm. Even Don't even schedule like a 9.30. Like maybe schedule an 11, 11.15, whatever. Like whatever it is. Like don't schedule something where you know you're not going to be successful. If you're a night owl, do your studying at night. Don't force yourself to get up in the morning. Now, I say that with a grain of salt at the same time, though, because <laughs> sometimes we do things, we have to do things that we don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to make sacrifices that, like, you wouldn't have done in high school. As everybody's mentioned, your, like, college experience is going to be completely different. The load is different. Yeah. The way that you learn is going to be different. So you have to learn, well, learn. You have to adjust the way that you did things in high school because it's going to be completely different once you get here. And like, then I will say this, even if you're not a morning person, depending on the professor, you might have to be a morning person. Yeah, that's true. Because a professor can be the difference between you getting an A in a class and a B minus in a class. You're talking about like choosing the professor yeah. that you want? RateMyProfessor.com. <laughs> okay, but don't use it. Yeah, don't use not... it solely. Don't use it solely. Like not really. Talk to some upperclassmen. Yeah. That is the most I can tell you from that. If there's a 9 a.m. with like a professor that everyone's like, do not take. If, if you are late in the registration process and the class is wide open, there's something going on there. <laughs> that is just a hint. Yeah. Not always the case, but. It, it can help give you an idea of like how the class might go, but just know that like rate my professor are the two extremes. They're either the people that like literally put in 110% effort and got A's or the people who did nothing at all and are complaining about their grade. So. Well, okay, look, generally that's the case. Generally that's the case. Yeah. Sometimes you just get stuck with a professor that like you don't mesh well with, and that's going to happen. And so there are ways that you can navigate that, but just know that like not everybody is sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns. Sorry, not sorry. I feel like the most important thing to do in like your first and second year is find an upperclassman that can sort of mentor you throughout college. Exactly, SSS. There's the exactly. SSS program. There's many mentoring programs yeah. at different universities. Find you a mentor. I think the most important thing that I had was during my, I want to say my early sophomore year, I met someone. He was also pre-med. He kind of, we kind of sat down for like a solid hour, two hours, and we scheduled the rest of my year college life oh, as in like yeah. the professor so I had yeah. this whole spreadsheet fall se winter semester classes professors backup professors in case that professor is not teaching so it's kind of that find that mentor they'll tell you what to do 
also the upperclassmen usually have notes for the class and sometimes I find their notes better than the actual lecture so at this point I'm this is not something I encourage I'm kind of not showing up to my Oracle lectures most of the time, and I'm going off. Oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. This is a great, great, great point to make. And this is what I was going to say earlier, but thank you for that, Alpha. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you are basically throwing away $100 every time you don't go to that class. Actually, more, because it has a lab. Yeah. So, we talked about this in Summer Bridge. Oh, oh, no. okay. A great, great, great point to make is that in college, you are paying for quite literally everything that you do. If you're not on a scholarship and you're paying out of pocket, not, yes, so you're wasting the money if you do have a scholarship. But if you're paying out of pocket, a great way to motivate yourself to go to class is every time you walk through your lecture or lab's doors, think about it in the way that you are physically handing your professor at least $500. And if you don't go to class, they are still getting that check for $500, whether or not you're there. So just keep that in mind next time you don't go to class, Alpha. <laughs> I did show up to class, I want to say the first month, but then I realized that I can be spending this hour and a half every twice a week studying the material from my note, my friends' no, that's notes. that's not good advice. That's not, that's not that's good what advice. I do. <laughs> but that's just how I, I study, and it can be different for everyone. I don't suggest it unless no, you think you it's can do not. It. It's not a good way to do it at all. No. And you know you, what, you, you need what, to go to class, make the connection with your professor, build that relationship, and they will be very inclined to give you a letter of recommendation when you ask for it because they know you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, we learn from our own mistakes. So if there are like things that you do this semester that you know you reflect back and you're like, actually, I wish I would have done that a little differently. Um, you have time to make that adjustment. So like, even if you feel like you're, you're kind of building yourself a hole right now, um, or if you feel like you're not doing great, you know, see some of the support people in your life so that way you can make that change and, and do things a little differently. But I think we are at our time where we have to wrap up. How are we feeling? Any last minute advice? Uh, to kind of circle back on, you know, the transferring portion, because um, I kind of missed out on it a little bit, but definitely, you know, if you don't feel comfortable you know, where you're at in your first in institution or you're, you know, confused or frustrated or not in a good environment mentally or physically, um, go with your gut. Trust it. Do not wait until the very last second until things are crumbling and falling apart because in some cases you can do that immediate switch and you're fine. In other cases, it's going to feel like the world is ending for a tiny fraction of time that you're going through it. Um, I know, like, in my case, when I was at a previous institution, I was there for a good couple of years. I was there really struggling with, you know, the mental aspect and the community around me, and I just felt so alone. And I know that there's going to be a couple of people out there, you know, going to college, feeling alone, being terrified of what's going to happen, and then going through those ex experiences alone. And then they're going to have to find their way through everything else. And Imposter syndrome, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Feeling like you don't belong or feeling like you're the only one in that situation, it's it's really tough mm -hmm. to navigate that by yourself. Yeah. You do belong. Yeah. Like even in an institution where you don't feel like it's the best fit for you, you still belong there. Mm -hmm. Like you still you you showed up, you gave the effort, yeah. you got in. Yeah. They're not gonna let you in if they don't believe that you can't do it. So yep. just know that even if you're in a spot that you don't feel comfortable, you still belong where you're at. It's just maybe you need to find a better fit for you. Yep. And that's what I did. Came to UMD. Yep. Can I just say that if you need help, 
just ask. Like, literally. If I'm, I was a person that hated asking for help, but really, if you need help, please ask. And that's what, like, SSS is here for. Self-plug, but... Or UBMS. <laughs> or, yeah, UBMS, gear up. We're, we're always here to help. And it, it's, it is a struggle asking for help, but you cannot survive college without doing it. There's no shame. There Literally. Yeah, no there's shame. no such thing as a You need to, like, question. get over it. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I tell myself every day. You need to Going get over it. Going back to you paying your college tuition, the university sets up so many programs for you, so yeah. use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, resources on campus are free, but with an asterisk to know that like your tuition pays for that so like if you're not utilizing the air quote free resources you're giving them your money so so yeah still use those resources yeah but like we've all been through it and we completely understand we all have struggles and it's not bad to ask for help right. and we're still going through it right yeah, yeah. yeah. even me like right life now i'm honestly is struggling yeah. but, but it's still, fine yeah. we still get through it one step at a time figuring out yeah. one day at a time and um i think most of us are first gen at the table yes, yes i am so about half um even if you're not first gen there are still situations where you'll probably go through that maybe your parents or like your siblings or whoever hasn't gone through yet and so you're still learning that you're still like navigating through those situations and so like like we said Every day is, is a process, mm -hmm. like taking it one step at a time. So, I guess with that being said, Kayla, do you want to close us out? How do how do we get in contact if we have questions? If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Mr. PV if you're at Robichaud High School, any of the Upper Bound Math and Science or Gear Up staff. Um, our room is directly off of the cafeteria. We're normally there from like 10 to 4 p.m. ish. So if you have any questions, feel free to stop on by. Alpha, do you want to plug the Romulus locations? Um, for the rest of the Gear Up students, you can get in contact with me through my email, alfan at umich.edu. And if you don't want to send me an email, get in contact with your principals and they'll put you in contact with me or Mr. Boyd, the director. And then um, I always know that our SSS students love to listen to our podcast too. So if you guys have any questions, you know, you can contact myself um, or like in the WhatsApp or send us an email at student support services um, at umich.edu. So with that, y'all want to do a little quick goodbye? Bye. 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 Good luck. Bye. <laughs>